Welcome to Costa Conversations. My name is Aaron. I'm excited because we're going to be talking with somebody who is kind of kind of all over the place. If we're, if we're being honest, she does a few things. She's in the fitness space. She's in the firearm space. Um, two different things, but I think in some way they attract um, mutual customers, if we, if we can say it like that. And, you know, if you looked at the thumbnail or looked at the title, you know that we're talking to Brianna, a.k.a. Brianna B. Fit. And I'm excited because we're going to kind of get into the nitty gritty of what it takes to kind of exist in the, the fitness game and the firearms game um, to to kind of parse through the different categories of like, OK, so we got the fitness, we got firearms, we got the fans of both. We also have the brands. Let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm excited. Let's go. All right, let's, um, here we go, Brianna, it's good to have you on. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everyone uh, who's watching the live stream, be sure to comment down below, make sure everything looks and sounds good. If there's anything that happens, let me know, because we want to make sure you guys are having the best possible experience. Um, Brianna, thank you so much for jumping on. I know we were trying to do this maybe a little bit ago, but some stuff came up and uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. What's what's going on with you? Like, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Yeah, we just finished church. And so I'm excited to get a jump into conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. It was a uh, this week we did the Christmas play. My uh, my four year old decided that she didn't want to be in it. So we were just like, I, I guess you're going to sit with us. And <laughs> she was squirming like a freaking worm. Like it was kind of oh. kind of ridiculous. So that's uh I don't know. You have a uh, younger kids or how, how about how old are you? I have a 10 year old daughter and a seven year old son. The best of both. Man, 10 and seven. What an age. Yep. Golly. All right. So Brianna, I guess <laughs> so many people would tell me that today alone, but like, uh, let's, let's talk about specifically, um, who you are, kind of what you've been about, you know, if somebody wants to read your bio, it's in the description below. If somebody wants to actually go through and read it, but like you started how many years ago, like 10 years ago? Yeah. 2014 started Gosh. 2014 on my Instagram as a fitness Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well talk about yourself. Yeah. So 2014, yeah, 2014, I started, um, I got to a place where it's like, I needed that accountability. I got stuck in my journey, my fitness journey. And so started it, <laughs> started posting and it just kind of blew up until I always joke that it's like my journal and yeah. I'm getting a little bit of, I keep hearing myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you hearing yourself? That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, let me know if there's a little bit of feedback. But I'm not. I'm not hearing you, so it should be good. But I'm not. Everything is you. delayed a little bit. Just a little bit. Golly. Well, let's Maybe. see if we can't fight through it. Okay. So. If I sound like I'm like slow, <laughs> I'm just hearing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's that's the problem with virtual podcasting. Is you know, little stuff like that comes up, and it's kind of hard to sometimes ignore. Right. 
especially if it's yeah. like an actual issue. So I'll take one, one headphone out and see what that does. Right. So let's just, um, let's, let's talk about it. So you started, um, back in like 2014, 2000, you, you said 2014, trying yep. to get into the fitness game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how did that go? Was that like post pregnancy or cause I, I, I remember seeing a post where you you were kind of like in the, what some ladies would call it like your bounce back. Was that, was that what that was about? Yeah. Yep. So I had had my daughter. Um, and so, yeah, my, my body was completely different. And it's like, when you get into a plateau, you're like, I, I started going through body dysmorphia and it's like, your body's no longer your own type of thing. And so that's why it's like, again, it became my journal and I was just like, I'm going to post, I'm just going to post and maybe people will see something differently. And it ended up being that way. People saw something differently. I started encouraging people. Then I had my son and then my body totally changed. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep posting. I'm going to be real and I'm going to inspire people. And then that's what, it was just this compound effect of just like women coming to me like, oh my gosh, I just had a baby too. And you've helped me so much. And it's like, okay, th this is motivating. And it kept me going. And it, it's kind of crazy. Like you start this journey as being an accountability journey. But then you start inspiring people and then they almost become your inspiration, your motivation. And so I've just, I've stuck with it since. That's awesome. Now, somebody, yeah. um, fitness is such a weird thing, right? Because people, I see a lot of like young guys, especially even like high school guys getting into it and they, they go from like kind of like skinny high school kid to all of a sudden they're like super bulked up and you're like, whoa that's what working out can do. That's amazing. I should work out more. I'm like, I'm, I'm in the gym, like, you know, like pretty much five times a week. I'm not going crazy hard, but I'm in there trying to maintain my health. Um, yeah. I'm trying. Give me, give me a break. <laughs> so, but see, seeing some of these like body transformations, sometimes they're like inspiring, but also if you go into the comment section and you deal with some of the fans or the followers, um, it, some of them get a little skeptical. They're like, well, it's the juice. He's on the gear, all the different mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and I suppose like one of my questions would be, has anyone ever accused you of um, not being, I guess, authentic or organic or natural, natural. as the fitness yeah. um, people say? And I don't want you to, you know, if you want to share, has has the whole process or has the whole journey been um, at least mostly natural or, or how's that process been for 100%. you? 100%. Okay. Yeah, so I think that you guys get more, you guys get more hurt in the comments than I think in us females. Because yeah, it is like, oh, are you on juice? Are you on you know, steroid? You know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, for the most part, I think because I have been so honest from the get go, and I've shown the the process of the plateau. Like I went a whole year without losing weight. So wow, it has not been an easy journey. Well, um, how does that even happen? Going a whole year working out consistently, or at least. Okay. So your body's fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but the thing is, is like, I am the natural person. I didn't want to take anything. Even when it came to the hormones, Yeah, I had a, women telling me like, get on some kind of hormonal supplement and it'll knock you back. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. Eventually my body will work its way to the natural state. It took a year, but it works. So yeah, no, I've never taken anything. Um, I'm, I'm totally natural. It's like just hard work, just working my ass off <laughs> and just doing it. And then 
to me, that's how I, I choose to do it no matter what. Cause it's like, you get more, it's more rewarding that way. No, yeah, but no hate so? to anyone. Yeah. Okay. No hate to anyone well, that is doing you know, it. You know, yeah. hate, no hate. It doesn't bother me. I don't, you know, the majority of my, um, I would say it's not coworkers in the space, but my colleagues in the, in the firearm space, like yourself, like others, you know, it's like, ah, they're not all fitness buffs. And if, if they want to do something like take some TRT or male growth hormone or supplements, like what the freak ever. Um, now we won't have the same respect for you as if you you did it all natural, but still you're not going to get to that level without putting in some sort of work. Um, right. So that's, yeah. you know, there's a certain and then level of again. Exactly. Well, and it's no different than anything that I, I apply to anything in my life when it comes to like, say, firearms. You have to put in the work to get better. So it's like if I'm, I started out with fitness. So it's like, it kind of has laid the foundation for me. It's like, if I'm going to work my ass off in this area, it's going to trans, it's mm-hmm. going to compound effect into other areas of my life whether that be work, firearms, or any other hobby that I pick up, like as long as I can transform my body, I can transform any other area of my life. And that's yeah. just kind of the approach that I've always taken. You know, years ago, um, I was doing something uh, church-related, and there was this kind of a long fast. And I'm sure you know my, uh, my Muslim friends are going to laugh at me, but we did a three-day fast. And it was three days. One of those days was like, no, like, talking to anyone else is going to sound maybe a little crazy to those who don't you know, participate in that kind of thing. Um, but first day, no food, only water. I don't think there was any like juice involved. Third, second to third day, all that. Even the last day was just like no communicating with anybody else, just you and God. And <clears throat> I told myself like, man, like on the second day, cause I'm like fantasizing about food. <laughs> like, you know, that hot sauce bottle across the way that smells so good right now. <laughs> Like, ooh, I could just eat a whole jar of peanut butter. Like, and I told myself, like, if I can get through this three days of something that your body actually needs to function normally, um, if I can actually get through this, I can do anything. Like, yeah, there's nothing I can't overcome. No addiction, no desire, like nothing that I can't ignore or, or beat no challenge my own life, whether it's a personal, relational, corporate, like there's nothing that you can't do if you really put your mind to it. And, and sometimes you have to mm-hmm. prove it to yourself. And, and that day I, I approved a lot to myself and obviously, you know, relating that to what you do and, you know, making sure that you are in a healthy shape. Um, I think that's interesting. Cause it's like, man, like if you could, for you, you had some big goals, um, if somebody looks at your before and after photos, completely different. And if they say like, dang, if Brianna can do it, maybe I can, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. for you, obviously, like, what, what are some goals that you've had in your life that you maybe hit outside of like gym stuff? Like more, what do you, like more personal, more life? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just like, you know, you, you hit the, you hit the gym goal where you're like, man, I, I went from, not where I was happy with myself. You used the word body dysmorphia to, I'm assuming a place that's a little bit better, a little bit healthier. Excuse me. Has that kind of catapulted you? This is the better question. Has that catapulted you into being able to tackle other goals and actually accomplishing things that you maybe 25 years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you would have been like, ah, ah, I don't know. 
maybe, maybe somebody else. What, yeah. are, what are some of those things? 100%. Yeah, because it's kind of similar to what you're saying too. It's, it's mental. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are able to accomplish one area of your life, especially a, something when it comes to your your weight and the mental way that you look at yourself, like if you can accomplish that, then yeah, that did definitely carry over to like, okay, if I can do this with my body, I could do this over here with social media. So it's like, I'm going to grow my social media. And then it's like, I'm going to do this in my career. And so I've just gone up in my career. Um, so it definitely, yeah, it definitely has bled into other areas of my life. I put my mind to something and it's like, almost like you're, to me, it's your body, it lays the foundation because that's what you have full control over. It lays the foundation of what you're able to and capable of accomplishing. And so, yeah, I've just taken that to, to multiple areas, but the biggest ones, yeah, I mean, it has been, my social media has been a big goal of mine. Like I want to grow it to a certain amount. Um, and then it's been, my career has been a big one because I started out as a stay at home mom for so long, So I've only been working on my career for actually like three years now. It was like, I had this certain, certain goal path that I wanted to take every single year. I wanted to be in this position and do, be doing this thing and been able to accomplish that. Um, but that's, that's been my biggest things. Um, I don't know. And then like smaller things like, Hey, I want to buy my first AR and I did that last, I did that at the beginning of the year. So it's like, you know, it's Excellent. just different depending on the goals. <laughs> yeah. I'm just always trying to find something. Yeah. Well, let's take one second and just address the audience really quickly. Um, guys, if you're watching on the Armed Atlas page, we're going to leave that up for just a few more minutes and then we're going to actually kill the feed over there. Hop over to uh, youtube.com forward slash at forward slash at costly pod. Um, or go into the community um, section where you can see like the community post. There's a link bringing you right over here because um, we don't want to leave it there too long just because that's not necessarily the page for this conversation, but we did want to encourage you guys to jump over if uh, if you're interested. So come on over and we'll be happy to uh, see you here. So with, um, th- this is going to be an interesting topic. Let's talk about interacting with the fans. So recently you did a post, I say recently, back when we kind of first started kind of brainstorming about bringing you on the show, uh, you did a post talking about um, some We The People holster stuff who I think they're a trash brand, but you know, to each their own, <laughs> to each their own. I wasn't going to say that That's on good. your post. That's juicy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say that on your post because I don't, I don't want to like throw something out there that's like shady and not be able to like talk it out with somebody, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. but to me, I, I just, I started my first like real Kydex holster was a We The People. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I should try to wear this appendix. Cause I, I felt so uncomfortable with the carrying it at four o'clock. Cause I wasn't wearing like longer, larger shirts at the time. And so not knowing like, Oh, is my shirt writing up just, just enough? Like, can people see it? Is the butt sticking out the gum? Like I'm, I'm over like yeah. eating at Japanese joint and I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's like, can people see my gum? Can people see the gum? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But <laughs> the, the point was I tried to transition it over to appendix, but it didn't have a claw. It didn't have uh, really any of the, the higher quality clips that's required to, you know, work in a men's appendix setup. So that's kind of like, my issue with them is at the time, at least 
it felt kind of like lower quality compared to the, some of the custom stuff from some of the custom guys you could get. Obviously, you know, they work with influencers and I'm sure they come out with some cooler stuff. And maybe if I actually went hands on with them again, maybe I'd be impressed. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit of a gun snob now. I've been doing this too long. So shout yeah, out wait, to so how guys. long have you been doing this? Oh my gosh. Like specifically this about three ish years, um, podcasting okay. and gun tubing and posting on Instagram and you know, trying stuff. And it was really weird. Cause like all this sudden, like it, it was like, suddenly things started turning in such a way where it's like, maybe I'm not getting all the views in the world or, you know, I have all the followers, but brands are reaching out to me like, Hey, can we, can we send you this? Like, could you, would you mind yeah. doing a review on this, mm-hmm. you know, hundred dollar trigger that I'm like, I, I, I could, um, like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. free, free stuff. And then now it's getting to a point where I'm like, I can't necessarily just do stuff for free. Like we have the right. side production studio on the side and like, I can't just let the, let that part of what I do kind of go to waste. Like let's, let's get some mm-hmm. of these guys in, let's produce something really, really cool. And, um, I can charge you for it as long as we can do it right. in, in a way that's like ethical. Um, I think we'll be good. Hey, what's up, Arms Company? I'm seeing uh, my guy in the comment section. What, what up, dude? Um, so kind of going back to what we were talking about, we were talking about the fans. Um, I noticed a lot of people in that comment section were really, really nice to you because you had... Oh my gosh, yes. So you had done something that was like a big no-no, right? You had placed your... I guess you had gotten a, um, a magazine holder and you had put it on like behind your gun on the strong side. So was this with the belt? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're using yeah. a, like a comfort concealment belt. I'm not trying to dog yes. you. So like, don't take it the wrong yeah. way. Oh, I using learned. Com- no, it's a good. <laughs> using a comfort concealment belt, you had your gun kind of like more strong side. So like right hand side through three o'clock. Am I, am I getting my clock mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm not yeah. that smart. I didn't, you know, leave, uh, graduate <laughs> college, you know, and then you had the magazine behind the gun, which traditionally for those who are kind of newer to guns and I want to make sure we're, we're kind of like walking people through the right thing to do. Traditionally you would have it on your left-hand side, either on your strong side or, or maybe more like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. So you can actually get to it with your free hand or your support hand. And then you can easily access your gun without, you know, flagging yourself or getting, getting flubbed up or, um, accidentally grabbing your magazine when you should be grabbing your gun. There's a, there's a hundred things that can mm-hmm. go wrong and there's a way to do things. And people are like, it's not that big a deal. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you were that. super, <laughs> it, 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 honestly it is. And you were super gracious. Cause I was like, Hey, you should try this. She's trying to be a nice guy, you know, like not trying to be rude in your comment section. This is, you know, your space. And you were just super gracious about it. You're like, Hey, you know, that's a good idea. Definitely. Da, 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 da. And one other guy was like, Ooh, you should try it like this. And you're like, Oh, wow. You're just like super nice about it because a lot of people get really nasty and like, what do you know? Like, this is my page. So here's, here's the, the interesting thing. A lot of people I've seen it in in, with girls pages or ladies or women or whatever you want to call yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of guys get real gross um, in the sense that they just, they get like attack dog mode. Like, what do you know? And I guess yeah. they get jealous cause you're on social media, you, you know, you're doing the thing and they wish they were a lady to be able to get the kind of attention <laughs> that ladies yeah. do just inherently get. Yeah. 
how does how has that interaction been like just overall we said a lot to get here how has that been overall you know surprisingly and i was just talking to a friend the other day about this I don't get a lot of nasty comments, to be honest with you. And I don't even know, I don't know if I portray a certain thing. So I think there's a misconception when it comes to women on the internet with guns. For the most part, they think that it's coming, they're on the page to be sexy or to, you know, they typically have a link in their bio, which again, no hate, do it, do whatever you want. But there is this, I don't know. It's like the stigma where women are just, they have the guns just to attract the men and they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily know how to use them. And they just, they're just handling them in a totally awful way. Their boobs are out, their ass is out, you know? And so I think when people cut, at least I hope when people come to my page, that's not the vibe that they're getting. And so I, it seems to me from my experience is like, they actually respect what I'm doing. So when I do Mm -hmm. get something wrong, I don't know if it's just, I've been on social media for a while now, so maybe it's just this, what I've just portrayed to people, but they typically come to me very respectful and they'll even say too, like, there's sometimes where I'm like, can you be a little mean to me? Like if I'm doing something wrong, call me out for it. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, you know, respectfully. So I think, I think you should be doing it this way, but don't, there's no hate. There's no hate. And I'm like, it's okay. Like I, I'm okay. You can tell me what I need to hear. She said, but, I'm an no, adult. I, okay. I know. Treat me like an adult. Um, and then I have a lot of guys that will end up going into my DMS and be like, Hey, just saw your post. Just so you know, you may want to try it this way. And I'm like, you are so sweet. Like I, this isn't me complaining whatsoever, but it is kind of funny that you would think that men would be a little bit more, um, they would bring their ego to my page and be like, this is why women should stay in the kitchen. I do get those comments, but it's very, very rare. Mm-hmm. It's just more of like, I've just created this community of like, Hey, look, I'm trying to be better. I've mm-hmm. never said that I'm perfect. I'm learning. I've only been heavily in the gun industry for about a year and a half, like actually learning the firearms, how they function. Even though I've been shooting since I was 14, that was more play. Now I'm like, okay, now this is serious. Now this is life or death. Now this is protection. And so I'm still a beginner. I feel like eh, intermediate. How many years have you been shooting? Because I know we talked about getting into the the fitness game. That was about nine, 10 years Mm ago. How long has it been in, in the firearms game? And forgive me if you've already said this. No, you're good. So since 14, I've been shooting. I'm Mm -hmm. at 30 now. And so, but I always say that it's like the way that I started with guns is I was, I've always been a really good shot, but it was all recreational. It was, it was fun. It wasn't until, gosh, four or five years ago where I was put in a situation where I thought that I was in harm. My kids were in harm where I'm like, okay, instead of these guns being fun, like they need to actually have a purpose. And Mm. so then that completely changed my thinking of guns. And I started looking at them more as tools uh, than toys, if that Mm. makes sense. And so I started approaching them that way. And then that was me just like, okay, now I'm looking at safeties. Now I'm looking at safes. Now I'm looking at how to handle a firearm. If, if something, if I were put in a situation, how, how am I telling my kids to handle the firearms? Like, it's just a totally different approach that I have. So that's why I say I'm like, a, even though I'm not really a beginner in this aspect of firearms, I feel like I am a bit and I'm still learning. Mm. Well, I, let me just put this back on the screen. My guy from the arms company training guy uh, out of, uh, 
the uh, New York, Jersey area. Good, solid dude. Much love to the brother. Uh, he said, I have a saying that we are all students of the game. Yeah, that's it's a pretty mm-hmm. common saying, yeah. saying yeah. but the, the reality is you don't have to be an expert, but you do have to be an expert student or an expert learner. And I saw that on this uh, lady's profile. She does a lot of competition shooting and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Like you might never reach grandmaster in the USPSA competition shooting, which is like the premier competition shooting league in, in the US. Um, like you might never actually get to that level. But as long as you stay like like expert level learner, like you are willing to get in there, you're willing to grind it out. You're not going to get discouraged or beat yourself up and then never touch the thing again just because you didn't, right. you know, push past your limit. You know, like maybe yeah. you, you will never have a sub second draw for a shot time from concealment, which is can you yeah. pull your gun out of concealment or out of the holster and shoot a target seven uh, yards away from you in under one second? There's guys who can do it really, really fast. Mm-hmm. I've not done mm-hmm. it yet. 1.16 is my fastest time, but guess what? Okay. We need to be faster. So, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. hope to never get in that situation. My biggest thing and what mm-hmm. I try and preach is just be comfortable with the firearm, mm-hmm. be able to shoot the firearm. Don't be scared of the firearm. Um, but yeah, there's different levels to it for sure. And that's why I, I do like that. Like we all are students. For me, carrying an extra mag isn't what I typically do. Yeah. I feel like if I get in that situation where I have to use do mags like lord take me i don't know <laughs> that's my terrible way of looking like, at it well but statistically like, it's um it's unlikely to, right. to actually aid you but depending on what you but, do yeah. yeah and so and i got a comment too of like where's the extra mag and then that's when i ended up creating that video they were asking if i can carry an extra mag with that comfort concealment well, I don't do that on a normal basis. So I actually, I was super appreciative of you and the other people in the comments that were like, okay, if you were to do this, this is how you would do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I mean, really, it's such an interesting situation because like just talking about like the magazine situation, oh, should you carry an extra mag? You know, I've seen guys like professional tough guys who they carry a revolver. And you're like, oh, okay, six shots, good deal. Which the question is, statistically, if if you can shoot that gun really, really well, statistically, how many shots does it take to just statistically survive a self-defense encounter? And a lot of the stats from FBI and a lot of the old Elmer Fudd types will say, you know, three shots, three seconds, three yards. Unfortunately, we do live in a world where – you know, targets are getting shot up. Walmarts are getting shot up. People are at this and at that. And now there's sight lines. We're shooting 25 yards. Uh, the guy was in the mall. Mm-hmm. Dickens, uh, what's his name? Elijah Dickens made mm-hmm. uh, 10 shots at 40 yards, hit eight. Like my man was cooking, cooking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the, the reality is you don't really know. So as be the best that you can possibly be. If you yeah. can carry a few more rounds, why the heck not? I'm not saying you got yep. like you can't you gotta beat yourself up if you're like, well, you know, I, I don't have a lot of pocket space, so I'm not gonna carry an extra mag in, in my Neo Mag pocket holster because that's that's what I use. I don't just leave a mag deep in my pocket because it gets caught up in the lint and keys and all yeah. that, you know, it's not gonna work. Um or if you carry like what you were demonstrating with a, an, an additional mag holder on a comfort concealment band or something like that, which is not common. But if you were to do that, uh, you know, do you have the the reps and the training to actually deploy that thing effectively and to make exactly. sure that, you know, 
you, you know, you're not just looking good on camera, but can you, in, I, in, a, in a terrible moment, the worst day of your life, can that thing save your bacon and the bacon of those exactly. around you, your loved ones, your children, yep. your, you know, boyfriend, husband type of stuff, you know, whatever, you know? Yep. Like, so that, that's, that's the biggest thing too. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And that was actually, I actually got called out years ago because I was wearing an outfit that wasn't really, it looked cute. I had a gun on me, but could I effectively, effectively get to it? It would, it would have taken a while. And then plus when you're added your, the adrenaline and all of that added to it, I probably couldn't have gotten to it. And I remember just being so hardheaded and, and arguing with this guy back and forth. And then eventually I'm a learner and mm-hmm. I like to humble myself, <laughs> but I can be very hardheaded. And so I actually ended up taking a step back and like, okay, can I do this? Yeah. And no, not effectively. And so from then on, I started really changing the game. And like, I'm making sure I'm putting in the reps before I go out. Because I think a lot of, at least with females, when they first start carrying, that tends to be a struggle for them. It's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm carrying my gun. I have a gun. I'm protected. But they're stuffing it in their purse. Or really? they're putting... It's you, you right like it's no yeah. it's not effective it's so mm-hmm. great you have a gun but what's the point if you can't get to it fast enough and so having that person call me out as much as I didn't like it it really did change the way that I carried and now it's changing the way that I'm showing these other women because I was one of those females that yeah I would stuff it in a bag or I would have it in my car and then if a situation were to happen I wouldn't be getting to it. I just wouldn't. I mean, it's like, there's no point of me carrying it. So that's been the biggest shift. So I do appreciate the comments that do call me out. I may fight back. (laughs) Um, But eventually I'm like, okay, you know, I kind of take a step back and like, okay, you know, I'm wrong. I'm wrong in this. And I'm going to, I'm going to change it. Especially when I have the voice, right? Like I'm not going to, I don't want to be preaching things to females or, you know, men and female that are incorrect. I'm, I'm part of the problem. So I have to constantly be learning. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what you said is just such like people need to play that back. Like the idea that as influencers, for those of you who are watching or listening, who maybe that you do have a social media page and you share, um, you know, your, your firearms journey. A lot of us, you don't even have to be an influencer with like even 15 followers. Somebody will see, oh, he's posting a gun today. Ooh, what do you think about this gun? Like people, people ask me all the time, it's, it's low key. It's a little bit annoying. <laughs> like I'll be at church and somebody will walk up to me and be like, Hey, Aaron, can you come here a second? I heard you do gun stuff. What do you think about? Yes. And you're like, yes. like, we don't got to whisper, but like, why don't you just send me a DM? Like, or like, let's hop on a call or do you want, do you want to just go to the gun store right now? Like, can we, do you want to figure this yeah, out? Right? Cause, and then shoot like story time yesterday i was at a a dessert party this is the craziest thing i've ever been to it was so nice like my boy from church he was like hey man we're having a little get together me and the wife we're gonna cook like a bunch of like cakes and pies and you know cheesecake and all this because he's like really into he's a he's a contractor but like as a hobby he bakes you know what i mean so okay different so, so different like so different i'm like you're gonna is this like you're opening a restaurant like what's happening buddy he's like no nah, you just want to get people at the house i'm like beautiful house beautiful sunset beautiful view the deck was amazing i'm just i'm oversharing so i get there and my guy uh marv he's there we're just hanging out and 
he was like, oh yeah, by the way, we were just over at um, the range that people see me at and we were taking some classes, me, the wife, the daughter. I'm like, oh man, that's great. I'm so glad to see that you guys are out there going on your third class and oh, you guys are about to go pick up your wife's gun. Oh, what'd you buy? Oh, uh, what was it? I had no idea. I had no idea what he just bought oh. his wife. No idea. I'm like, no, Marv, no. <laughs> and then I was like, well, what have you guys been shooting? Like, oh, um, is it a Ruger? I'm like, oh, uh, you know, it's a good question. You don't know what you've been. And then he went on and was talking about, we were like, okay, well, is it a Glock? And he's like, oh, yeah, it is a Glock. I'm like, okay, we have work to do. We have work to do. Yeah. And it's, it, it's a burden on my heart. Like, and I, I know I'm talking to you about this because I feel like you can relate. Like every time we have these conversations, at least for myself, I realize I need to make one more video to really break down the crap that people need to know to just be, yeah. at least be effective in their purchasing and, and, yeah. and understanding where they are. Cause I mean, if you're driving a car and you don't even know what kind of car it is, like you couldn't tell me like what, what kind of pressure is required for the tires. You don't know exactly. how to change a tire. Like you can, you can not know all these different things, but when it hits the fan, you you're going to blow a tire eventually, you know? Like yep. you're going to have to go replace, you know, brakes. You, you're going to have yep. to change out your headlamp eventually. Like you can let somebody else, you can outsource your everything else out, out of your life. Well, I'm going to call the tow truck. He's going to get everything straight. But guess what? If somebody kicks in your door. Like, what are you going to grab? You know? Exactly. Like, and do you know how that's, to fully yep. operate that joint? Like, can you, can you yeah, save exactly. your life? So that, that's yep. where I'm at. Rant over. Yeah. No, no, that's good. Because that's the that's been a shift in my uh social media and this has actually been since working with you know ryan like we spoke off camera that's been my biggest eye-opener is i was a i was a page where i gave a lot of value in the fitness industry then when i transferred over to guns i was just all satire which i love i love being funny so i've always kept the satire but i never added value and my social media started shifting this year, actually. So it's not even been that long. Um, Cause I started getting DMs asking questions like, okay, what is the best gun? Like, how do I conceal carry? Like I have all these females coming to me. Like, what do I, I want to protect myself. Mm. And I'm like, awesome. But they're scared of the gun. And so then I started putting out videos, kind of tackling these, these fears, these limiting beliefs that, that people have when it comes to guns. So it's like, it's amazing how much people still struggle with mm -hmm. these tools that we have. And I yeah. think more so with females for sure, because it's, you walk into a gun store and I'm guilty of this. Like it's a little, it's intimidating. It's intimidating because you don't know the guns and then you're Absolutely. around guys. Right. And then you never know what kind of guy you're going to get in the store. Right. And then you walk out with a pink gun that you have no idea what it is. Like, right. <laughs> like, am I, am I going to get like a John Wayne? Am I going to get like a bona fide yeah. hero? Am I going to get like, for me and a lot of the people who watch my show, like, are you going to get like a racist? Like, is it going to be like super awkward that way? Are they just going to like look at you and assume you know nothing because you're, you're a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Or especially yep. if, you're, if you're black or a girl, like, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, this person knows nothing. Like they are complete gun idiot. So you really have to go in there and like flex. Like a lot of guys I know, like they go to the range and they have to like really perform super well. So they don't feel like people are judging them. Like people are like, Oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Okay. We can stop watching him. So, and so it's, it's, it's one of those guys. things. Yeah. And I, I assume that it's the same with, with even yourself. If you go to a range, it's like, okay, now I gotta, I gotta really, you know, show I know my stuff or someone's gonna be like, do you need help with that? 
you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it happens. It happens. And that's why it's like, yeah, my social media has definitely shifted because it's mm-hmm. like, I could be that voice, you know? And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people don't realize that they're like, Oh, there's already X, Y, and Z doing this. Like they don't, they don't need me. And I mean, I just recently put out a post where it's like, why not it be me? Why not Mm. me share these things? Right? Like, because I can be funny. I can be satirical, which I think is great because it lessens and it kind of normalizes what we go through and what, you know, Mm -hmm. normal people think about and joke about, but then it's also, I can flip it and be like, Hey, this is how you protect yourself and your kids. So it's yeah. like, it's a nice balance. It, it, it is so interesting. Cause like everybody knows, like as an online person, you have a lane, like for a long time, mm-hmm. it was for you fitness. And I guess you were sharing your journey there and you still do. Um, yeah. but that now it's like, okay, well now I'm sharing my gun stuff and I'm going to make a funny video and talk about, you know, do a little skit or something like that. And a lot of these skits are funny, but also a lot of them are like kind of dark. And I'm just like, Ooh, I don't know if we should joke about that guys. Like it's incriminating. If we joke about, Ooh, it's my opportunity. You know, like don't, don't joke about that. But you know, look, look, look at it. Guilty. I see you guilty. <laughs> I'm very, yeah, I'm very, yeah. I play both sides. <laughs> right. You know, no, that's but it's, comedy it's though, you know, <laughs> it, it is comedy. And like, obviously comedy has rules and as long as you can kind of like justify um yourself in court joke about what you want to joke about as long as you can play it off in court i'm good but (laughs) it's um what was i gonna say i kind of wanted to ask you about like what was that switch like did you lose fans when you started showing guns on your page or did you always show guns Mm -hmm. yeah so this is funny i used to be about 90% 90% female on my page. Now today I'm about 90% male. So it definitely shifted. Um, yeah. Cause it's like, I went from being fitness. I went from sharing my kids, sharing my marriage at the time. I was very personable and not to say I'm not now, but I've taken away my kids for safety reasons. Um, I don't post them anymore. And yeah, I've gone more, more, towards guns, but I'm trying to shift the misconception that guns are for guys. And so that's why it's like when that incident happened where I felt like I was in danger, my kids were in danger. I started going more towards the concealed carry. And that's really what I'm trying to showcase. I don't want to be this gun girl. That's like always at the range. Cause that's not me. That's not my life. I mm-hmm. practice. I practice every so often. I'm still managing my firearm, still cleaning up. Like I'm still, I know what I'm doing. And then I hit the range whenever I can get pull my guy friends at the range and we go. Um, but I just, I'm trying to relate to the mass majority of females that are like, yeah. I'm a little nervous to go out into the world and I shouldn't feel this way. I'm like, okay, you can do X, Y, and Z. If you're not uncomfortable with a gun, okay, I got a taser for you, or I got a knife for you, or I got mace, you know, whatever it is, like, that's what I'm trying to do. The basic no, I don't want to say basic female, <laughs> but the the foundation of protecting yourself um, needs to be first and foremost. I'm not trying to intimidate anyone, um, but there's definitely been a shift and I know this and I knew it was going to happen and there's going to be another shift because now I'm adding in my fitness journey back because I started losing interest in posting because it was all guns mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this isn't my whole passion. That's not like, your guns entire are just- life. 
No, like fitness is and mental health is. And to me, if you don't have your mental health in check and you're not physically able to say outrun someone, then having the gun is pointless. You have to be mentally strong enough to be able to handle a firearm, mentally strong enough. Because for me, I had to go through that process. I was deathly afraid of carrying a gun on body, mm. even though I had gone years and years of shooting a gun and being used to it. Why, why would you say you were a- so intimidated by it? Just having something loaded. I think it's very typical and very normal. Yeah, very typical of people to think that the gun is just going to go off. And so I went through that whole process. Depends on what you got. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. Um, That generally will not happen. Generally, generally. Yeah, and And it it doesn't. But you have to go through those stages. Yeah. And it's. it was just until I got training, because, again, I went from just shooting recreationally. That was I just did it for fun. And then the situation happened. I got my CCW. Once I got my CCW, they're like, hey, cool. You're, you're good to go. And I remember buying this belly band off of Amazon. And I'm like, I started carrying. And then I'm like, ah, I can't keep one in the chamber. This makes me so nervous. And then I'm like, I saw another, I can't remember what happened. If something happened that ended up freaking me out. I'm like, okay. I got to carry one in the chamber. You never know how, how fast or how, you know, what time you have. And so then I started carrying one in the chamber and then I didn't want to carry it all. Cause I'm like, this is way too risky. Like what if I were to lean over and the gun go off and it's just like all the dumb things that you think could happen. I apparently, you know, I thought that the gun had a mind of its own, but Here's the to thing. me, it's like, you, it's you mentioned, you mentioned belly band, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. And with that, there are some concerns that guys who have been in this space for a long time, and and sometimes I think some of the some of the concerns that we have in, in the gun world are driven by the market. Like there's some companies that are kind of pushing propaganda, like don't wear don't wear belly bands because they're unsafe. Buy our premium Kydex product because it does all the mm-hmm. things, you know. And it's like sometimes we should be concerned about that, but honestly, in my opinion, absolutely. Um, I can't wear belly bands anymore uh, unless they have some sort of kydex guard because there have been instances a little bit more rare, but instances where um, somebody's leaning over a fence and the trigger guard is not mm. encased in like a hard, um, you know, armored, you know, <laughs> shell. Yeah. So yeah. the trigger was activated and the you know young lady was injured by a firearm mm-hmm. and then somebody else, their dog with claws, you know, did did a number and uh you know someone someone got hurt and obviously if you have yeah. young kids you know you got your kids are a little bit older mine still crawl up and down and they will literally mm. crawl sit on my freaking head like i'm sitting on the couch i'm sitting up and all of a sudden i have a child on my head i'm wearing a crown of children <laughs> this is crazy it sounds really like dystopian like oh my god what but yes <laughs> a crown of children a crown of children um so like you gotta you have to understand like what is what's going on like my, my little girl, she was sitting with us today and she like leaned over and she like rested her head kind of on my lap, but I carry appendix and my, she was literally laying her head on the butt of the gun. Is that dangerous? Is it not? Do you like, what do you, what do you have to do? Technically not dangerous, but there's, there's questions like what can your gear do? How does it protect you? How does it function? Um, what are, what are its limitations? Is it a comfort limitation or yeah. is it a performance limitation? Um, or protection rather. So there, there's, there's stuff there, but we, yeah, we you were, you sure. were going on about, um, well, really quick before we get back to that, 
I'm going to end the live stream over on the Armed Atlas YouTube channel. If you guys, I set it to redirect you guys over to the Cost of Conversations podcast channel. Make sure you subscribe and jump in the chat. And if uh, you guys have any questions, let me know. All right. Peace, guys. Okay. So that stream is dead. For those who want to come over here, they're able to. Much left to them. All right. Back to the show. We were talking about your journey. I actually really wanted to ask you about that incident. I don't know how much you've shared. I don't know how much you want to share, how vague you want to be. Obviously, I would love if you just share everything, but I know it's your personal story. Um, what what was happening? How did you handle that, that self-defense incident that or the incident that was escalating that you were concerned for your health? So I was with, I was a young mom. I think I was like early 20s. Uh, we were heading out of, out of a store. Um, guy approached me, you know, it's the, what do they call it? Parking lot poachers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never been approached before being a young mom. Gosh, I don't even remember. I think my son was like three and my daughter would have had to have been like six. And, um, you know, it's madness. You're, you're walking out of the store. Kids are running everywhere. Uh, yeah, he approached us, wanted us to... Um, help him with his friend and he was just so persistent and i remember feeling starting to feel uneasy i'm not one that typically gets rocked very easily but he just kept following us to our our car and i'm like i'm okay no i i have you know i have kids i can't do that he's like are you sure he's like i just really need help and like my friend is right over there like he'll be and i just completely blanked out and um, we finally got to the car. And at the time, my car had a faulty alarm on it. <laughs> and um, my alarm just started going off, which was typical. It happened randomly. But to me, this was like such a God thing because he was he started getting so close. He started getting incredibly persistent. And he just, no matter what cues I dropped him, I'm like, I don't want it. I'm, I'm not interested. Um, and he was definitely now hindsight. This was before my class or anything. He was, he was like right here. So like, if he wanted to do something, he could have very much easily done it again. Kids are running everywhere, but the alarm went off and he's like, okay, never, never mind. Never mind. We're fine. And he just walked off. And I remember getting in the car, just thinking that could have been so much worse than what it was. Yeah. And the thought of, I am here. I I was blessed to have these two children. Like God gave them to me to protect. And it's like, there's so many different ways that I could have protected them, but I had nothing. I had nothing in that moment and something could have happened to them. Someone could have come up and grabbed it. Like, of course, like as a mom, I'm sitting there in the car, like so many different scenarios could happen. And I was defenseless. And I'm like, never again. Um, I didn't say that in the car. (laughs) What ended up happening is I got scared for about two months and I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave the house at my, without my husband at the time. And I did that for like, yeah, solid two months. And then finally I got to the point where like, this is stupid. This is my life. Like at this point he wins. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I can't teach my kids to be afraid of the world. So I'm like, what am Mm -hmm. I doing? And, um, yeah, I ended up signing up for a CCW class. And from then on, I'm like, I will never be put in that situation again and feel defenseless. I will never again allow my kids to see that mommy can't protect us. And so that's just from then on, like never again. No, I'm mama bear. Like I'm sitting, I'm here to protect these little ones. And 
of course a situation can happen where there's absolutely nothing I can do, but at least I know that I tried, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all kind of get to these interesting points in our, our lives, like little inciting incidents are like, um, if you ever, if you've seen the Spider-Man movie, I, I reference it from time to time. The, uh, the newest animated one across the Spider-Verse. We all have our, our canon events, things that mm-hmm. have to happen in, in the lives of every single Spider-Man, um, regardless, you know, their uncle has to die. The you know police sergeant has to die. Um, they have yeah. to lose their Gwen Stacy. And in, in every serious gun owner's life, it seems like there's like at least one little incident, whether it be before or after, you run into this thing and you're like, oh snap, like that could have gone really, really badly. Mm-hmm. And you know, people, especially people overseas, oh my gosh, and they see our videos and they see our little stuff and like, I can't believe, because um, my friend Casey, she was on the show a while back, she, she was, you know, seemed like 23 months pregnant and was, had you know, had her firearm on her in a, in a Enigma, uh, Filster Enigma. And freaking, somebody was like, I'm so glad I live in a country where pregnant women don't have to worry. I'm like, do you? Do you really? Okay. <laughs> Mm, so people never get stabbed. Yeah, people right. don't kidnap mm. people. Sex trafficking isn't a thing. Okay. Right. Stop lying to the oh, people. Yeah. Stop lying to America. Golly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. to the people. But yeah. we all have our we all have our inciting events. And I'm so glad you started taking it seriously. So now you can share, you know, this story. Yeah, because that's what I think is unfortunate too, is like it shouldn't have had to have gotten to that point in my life before I made a change. And yeah. so to me it's like that that's what pushes me more than anything is like, I, I want to educate women now so that mm-hmm. they don't have to go through something like that because this world is freaking crazy and it just keeps getting crazier and we should never be a victim. We should be empowered and take control of yeah, mind, body, uh, and our protection, especially to our little ones. So it's like, if I can avoid a female having to share this story and she's just like, since I've known, I've just always protected myself. That's amazing. Right. Let's not have think, these stories. I, I think we can be that canon event for somebody else where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. listen, I know a guy. I was watching this guy and he really inspired me. Like it doesn't have to be something bad happened. Or for me, uh, one of the big inciting events was I was hanging out in my apartment late at night with my roommates. We're in college. And all of a sudden there's these two guys at the door. Um, my white roommate. So it's the white guy doing the stupidness just opens the door doesn't even look just opens the door like bro come on Whoa, trusting like a, trusting a movie, scary movie. <laughs> oh my gosh and we're just like hey yo is it do you know these guys two guys smell reek of alcohol one of them has a big old black eye just a shiner um one of them's got combat boots cargo short uh, cargo pants excuse me not shorts because that would have been funny cargo pants <laughs> And a white t-shirt, something sticking out the back of his shirt, like, like boom. And you're just like, what is that? Like, they're going on about like, hey, do you know this person? Or do they live here? Well, you know, this whole situation looks weird. I guess because they, he thought it was weird that we had a white roommate and it's too black. You know, I, I don't know. People are weird. <laughs> and eventually, one of them entered the dwelling and was concerned that he would be harmed by the other guy. The one with the black eye was like, he's going to kill me. We're just like, bro, you got to go. Couldn't do anything to help him. Couldn't do anything to help ourselves except for maybe getting to some fisticuffs. And ever since then, I realized like, cause we ended up in a back room kind of like dialing 911, hoping that we didn't get shot at through the door. And we're like, I don't want to be in a situation 
or I'm just like cowering in a corner. I got a wife and kids. Yeah. And I, was, I was engaged at the time. I was like, I can't be in this situation again. Yeah. So yep. it, it was a baseball bat, by the way. It was just a baseball bat. Didn't have a shotgun like I, I assumed. But Did your friend learn his lesson, though? You don't just open the door. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't talked to him about that recently. Um, <laughs> I hope so. Like, yes. that's, that's a big thing for me is like if somebody knocks on my door, it's 11 o'clock at night. Like, and my wife didn't say, oh, my sister-in-law's coming over. Like, I'm just like. You know, yeah. just like, who is this yeah. guy? Who's this human being yeah. at my door? You know, so. Yeah, I don't answer them. No, 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 no way. Like, I'm not answering the, answering the door late at night unless I have a way to repel intruders, like expeditiously. Mm -hmm. And you don't always have a lot of time. You don't no. have a lot of time. And have you been seeing this? There's that viral video that went around with that UPS, the fake UPS guy. Mm -hmm. They they open the door. Like, no, I don't open the door for anyone. If if you know me and you come to my door, you're texting me beforehand. That's mm -hmm. it. You're not showing up to my door randomly because I will not I will not answer it. It's right. crazy. Right. And it's not a there's matter all sorts of, of setups too, like, like paranoid. It's yeah. Like, I said there's all sorts of setups too. Like people will literally oh, like yeah. there's a guy forced to go back into his home. Um, I guess he was either coming home from work or leaving and a, like a gang of criminals forced him to go back into his home, unlock the door. He's got kids and family members in the house and somehow he, he succumbed to their demands. Um, and they, they still killed him. I don't know if they killed anybody else in the house, right. but they still killed him. Didn't find what they were mm -hmm. looking for. And it's just like, bro, no criminals are criminals for a reason. They do what they do. Mm -hmm. Do mm -hmm. not be the victim to those people who, couldn't make it, you know, failure to launch type guys. Like, come on. Like, yeah, they have plans. They're not very good plans, especially if you know what those plans are. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, no, that's a good point. Oof. I'm hype. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, um, shout out to the guys in the locals community. We're actually probably in about 20 minutes. I'm going to transfer the show over to our, our locals community. It's been going on. Um, so if you guys hop in there, uh, there, there actually is a, a discount that I'm running first 30 days. You can join for free. You can actually watch the show without being a member. Um, but armedatlas.locals.com live stream is going right now. You should definitely tap in over there. There's a lot of free extra content. I haven't put out a gun video on my YouTube channel in like three, four months. I've, I'm like neglecting it badly, yeah. but, but I put YouTube, I put gun videos there. So I'm like, I'm still putting content out. So for those who yeah. want to see that content, it's, it's, it's somewhere. Um, ooh, what was, I wanted to ask you. So the fans, let's, let's go back to that. You say you've lost, you've lost some, some of the, some of the women you've gained some of the men. Do you, here, here's something that I noticed. Do you manage your, your social media account? First of all, mm hundred -hmm. percent. You, mm -hmm. nobody else touches it. hundred percent. No okay. one else. Because I actually knew a gun influencer. She she hardly cat she hardly matched the description of a gun bunny, except that you know she was kind of doing some gun bunny type stuff like oh bikinis and you know M16s you know like that kind of thing like oh, okay uh, yeah. that's, that's all the extra stuff. I'm not gonna I'm trying not to judge. I'm judging just a little bit just because we all can do that a little bit. But <laughs> she was out there going to training courses and like putting the work in. So I was like okay well. I'm not going to judge you too harshly. Like you actually need to put in work. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's the kicker. 
um, her fiance or husband or whatever was managing the social media account for her. So guys would be sending, you know, all, all sorts mm -hmm. of extra stuff being illicit and weird with him, you know, be like, Hey, oh. I love you so much. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. This is a grown man with a beard texting you back, buddy. <laughs> like, this is, oh my gosh. And it's like, bro, like how many chicks are out here run basically like, and you can have a social media manager, but kind of, kind of deceiving their, their audience a little bit and being like, Hey, yeah, uh, you can talk to me. I'm going to talk back. Oh no, that's actually, that's a man. That's not who you think it is. That's not your wife. That's not your future wife. A lot of people have weird parasocial relationships with influencers people I'm, I'm generally pretty accessible i don't think i've reached that level of fame where people um well in some ways maybe i have where people just think of me as some sort of like god or whatever but um and that sounds super conceited that's not what i meant but <laughs> no, I've, I've, had, I know I've had certain guys who who they get they come on the show and they're like man wow it's really cool to me like i've, I've really enjoyed what you've done and the fact that we get a chance to have this conversation it's like kind of crazy i'm like oh you know this is very like regular to me like this isn't a big deal i'm so glad yeah. you're here like let's just you know have a conversation have a good time like this isn't weird uh don't make it weird but <laughs> don't make it weird <laughs> i mean with the advent of like advent of like things like only fans where we have guys dropping sixty thousand dollars on girls that they will never meet that they will never sleep with that they will never marry being like can i have your babies like i'm sorry dude Gosh. like this will never happen and they're actively being mocked by the women that um, are receiving these funds who are becoming rich from mm -hmm. desperate mm -hmm. men who are down bad, down bad. Oh my God, I feel so bad yeah. for them. And it, the parasocial relationship is there where they feel like they have a relationship with you. You don't even know their name. Mm -hmm. You don't even know their name. Do you feel like that ever kind of occurs within the world of Brianna Be Fit? where there's guys who are, and you mentioned they're kind of maybe overly kind, overly, you know, try to handle you with kid gloves. Do you feel like that's kind of occurring to a certain extent? And I, I don't, I'm not trying to pile on, but like, do you feel like that happens? Um, what are you talking more along the lines of like simping or? Simping, that's, that's, that's the word. That's, do you feel like word? Brianna has simps? Does Brianna be um, have simps? Yes. But they're all very nice. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I know. Okay. So for the most part, like I have, I've never gotten like inappropriate videos or pictures. Never. Um, wow. No. That's crazy. Never. Like, Unless they're going into You should have said I've had like one about. or two. You should have said, yeah, I've gotten like one or two, but it's not a big deal. Because now no one's going to believe you. Like, I promise you. I know. Well, that's what's so funny is like, I'll tell people this. It's like, yeah, I have the sense. Sure. I have the guys that are wanting to be, no, I actually only have maybe like one or two that have wanted to like buy me things. I don't participate in that. I don't know. It makes me weird. It makes me feel weird. Um, but no, for the most part, like I'll go in my DM. So I have, this drives me crazy about Instagram. I have the main DM channel, then I have the request, and then I have the message request or, or hidden, I guess, mm -hmm. is the folder. Yeah, the hidden folder. And so eventually, like every once in a while, I'll go through there and they're like, you are so beautiful. I would like for you to be my wife. Or they're like, dear Brianna, 
I just long to have your presence. So it's like that kind of sense. Like, man, where is the dirty? Where's the dirty? Like, let's have some fun. I don't know. But no, I I shouldn't say that because I don't want any like dirty people. No, (laughs) she's she's being funny. Her background's in comedy. Do not take her seriously. It's a joke. (laughs) It is a joke. Um, No, I think, so my faith plays a really big part of my page. And I don't know. I mean, for the most part, I'm sure guys don't really care. But again, it, I don't know. I, I just don't really you know, get for it. For some people, it makes you more marriageable. You'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, good Christian That's girl. what I get. I get a ton of marriage proposals. Well, yes. At least they're serious, you know? <laughs> right? They're like, they know me so well, they're already proposing. But No, I uh, swear I've seen know, that. Like, at least in the comment of your video, they're like, wow, this girl loves guns too? Marry me. And it's like not even that me. serious. I know. I but, know. Well, in my perspective of simps, and then my boyfriend's perspective is probably totally different. He's He would probably answer this in a totally different way. Of like, yeah, there's a bunch of sickos. And I'm just like, I don't know. They're so nice. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very naive to a, to an extent, I, I must admit. But um, we'll take yeah, it. just we'll keep it clean, you know. Right. Okay. No so you're not, you're not going to get angry and start posting DMs unless it gets like ridiculous. And, you know, now people are getting blocked for real because... Right. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I'm not, I'm no gum bunny and I never want to portray that. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not, I think that women invited in and there's something about me maybe that doesn't invite it in. I don't know. I'm not really, maybe you can correct me on this. I'm certainly fine being called out. I don't like to sexualize my content. And so I don't come across as a female. I don't believe anyways that I am seeking that. And that was one of my biggest things when I started getting into the gun content. I'm like, I am no gun bunny. Do not categorize me in that light. Mm-hmm. No offense, no judgment to them. I'm just never one to like, hey, look at this gun. But then I'm yeah. like, boobs are hanging out, you know? Right. Because that does exist. And, you know, as a guy who's oh, trying yeah. to keep trying to keep my trying to keep my, my walk steady, I'm not really trying to get involved in all the thoughtery out there you know, that is frustrating. And I've had to mute a few accounts, mute a few accounts mm-hmm. from people that I've met in real life, but it, I do not want, you know, certain stuff showing up on my feed just cause I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it clean. I'm trying to, you know, keep it 100. Can but I some ask guys, you something? Yeah. What's up? So I've gotten comments like this before from men that are like, it is so refreshing coming to your page because I'm so sick of the thought content He's, they're almost like, it's almost oversaturation Mm -hmm. of these females that are so willing to just show it all. Mm -hmm. So as a man, does it, does it get too much to where it's like, you're just scrolling and it's like, oh my gosh, here's another one. I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs) Are you talking about Brianna or are you talking about like everyone? Just in general, just I mean, um, yeah, you scroll and there's just so naked babes I'll everywhere. say I'll say in general, I've curated my feed so that I only see a like genuine gun content, b camera video, uh, editing, car content, you know, um, a lot of family like mom, dad, kid type stuff. Um, especially, mm-hmm. you know, my, my guy Scout, he he'll tell you. I send him stuff like like um, our we have kids that are about the same age. So I'll send them like, like parent stuff, which is such a, I'm telling you guys about my feed, right? Like, is that, is that too much? <laughs> um, but there are certain people that I'll meet at an event. And I'll be like, 
oh, snap, do you look like somebody I know? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm so-and-so. I was in the Call of Duty game. I was like, oh, wow, they put you in Call of Duty? That's awesome. Wow, what's your, what's your app? We'll go ahead and follow each other right now. And then, you know, we'll follow each other. And then, like, two days later, it's just, like, a whole lot of cleavage, a whole lot of TNA. I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm not really, you know, I'm trying to trying to keep it PG, trying to keep it clean. Trying That's it, not yeah. what I want in my feed. So I'll just mute the account. Yeah. We're still friends, you know. I'm not gonna like unfollow you because then that's a sign that like I hate you. Like, right? It's right, social yeah. media protocol is so frustrating. But mm -hmm. there there's a lot of people I don't have to do that with because they kind of they you know they keep it pretty pretty straightforward. I don't really have to deal with it. Like Nina De La Flores, I feel like she does a good job with it. You, I feel like you yeah. do a good job of it. Although, you know, every once in a while, every once in a while, I'm like, you know, I know we're into God, guns and glutes, but there's a lot of glutes. In the, there's a lot of glutes here. Oh, I know. I know. Here. That's been is, is this intentional? Is this an intentional? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to hit up the boyfriend. Like what, what's going on? But speaking of boyfriends, um, I know you, you mentioned that you feel like he feels like these guys are creeps and stuff like that. And obviously he, I, I assume he's met, he met you after you, you started the page. So mm -hmm. he kind of jumped into the situation as and it's like, can you ask a girl to change or am I, am I happy with who she is? Am I happy that she's pursuing these things? Is she doing it in a way that I feel like it's respectful? That's been the conversation men versus women. Oh, if you met me like this, I'm doing only, you're not doing only fans or anything mm. like that, but if you met me in the strip club and I was a stripper and you know, like, why are you trying to change me? Like, well, that's, that's a hard conversation to have, but somebody might say, well, that's kind of like the mating call. And now that we're no longer putting out the mating call, should we, you know, kind of not do the mating call anymore? You know what I mean? Um, that's good. Yeah. Th that's Stay a question. Respectful. That's a, that's a question. Some guys don't care at all. Like some guys, they, not, not to say they like it, but they, they're happy that their woman is beautiful and expressive. And yeah, some of them will even push cool it. Some, some guys are yeah. like that. Um, and I don't want to judge a guy based on where he is. If you know, he's not me and he doesn't require the things that I require. And I don't, I don't want to seem like a Puritan, like, well, honey, you need to put on your, um, you know, your veil. Like that's not, that's not the move. Like be beautiful, be expressive. Yeah. Um, but there, there's, I think there's a line for me. How has it been with him? And I understand that um, no, first, how has it been with him? I have another follow-up question. Yeah. Um, I think if he sees something, he doesn't. Okay. So for the most part, I always try and stay very respectful. So we're very close in our faith. And so I, I guess it's more of a call out for the most part. He is okay. A hundred percent with everything that I post. Um, he has no issue with it. And that's one of the things that I wanted as a secure man. Like I don't, I don't need a man that's like going to be jealous, super easy. Yeah. So he's pretty good with it. But there are times where, yeah, he'll call me out. He's like, there's a lot of glutes. You didn't need that. And I'm like, okay. Um, and I kind of take it in and like, you know, I, I talk about being hardheaded. I'm like, no, no, there's not. There's like a purpose behind it, whatever. And then I kind of take a step back. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that we're both in our faith and we both try and hold each other accountable, but in a secure way is mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Like he's not coming to me out of insecurity. He's coming to me, you know, trying to keep me on the straight and narrow because a lot of times, yeah, we do get lost on social media mm -hmm. and it could be very easy. I know that a glute video will do great and I'll go viral, whatever. So, but the fact that you know that, I think that's, that's, that makes it harder for you. 
especially knowing that like, okay, a lot of, a large part of my audience is men. I'm not, I'm not wearing just straight up undies on here. Like I'm, I'm wearing clothes, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, the numbers have been a little low. Let's spice things up a little bit. How can we do that tastefully and how close to the line can we get? And for a lot of people, that's, this conversation is going to go over their head and be like, are you serious, dude? Like you trying to tell this girl how to, no, I'm not. That's between mm-hmm. you, God, and you know, the, the people that you love closest in your life. But mm-hmm. they, even, even as a man, there are certain things I know I could do like gun wise that'll get up a lot of attention and will lose the respect of my peers. Like right. I'm going to get a few DMS and a few texts to be like, bro, seriously, like, what are you doing? You know, like we, mm-hmm. we ain't got to do that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I think I can relate somewhat to that. Obviously not got a girl just because is what it is. But, um, the next question is, were you ever concerned? This is, this is going to be a hard question if you potentially, or maybe it's super easy, but were you ever concerned about doing like a boyfriend reveal, a reveal or showing him at in any level? Because a lot of people understand this, that once the boyfriend or another man shows up in the, on the Instagram, a lot of guys, their fantasy or the enchantment or the idea that she can be mine one day that goes away. Yep. It goes. Yep. I thought about it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually um, ended up saying it to him. I was like, you know, and he made the joke. He's like, stop posting me then. He's like, we got to keep that fan base. I'm joking. <laughs> We're very no. <laughs> <My> man. <laughs> no, he's awesome. He's, he's a good sport, but I did yeah. think that. And again, it just goes back to my faith. Like that's where I always take it back of like, I'm not going to hide him and I'm not going to play with these men's hearts. Like if they're only following me for the potential hopes that they can get me, then they're not my following But you know, I'm not getting move along, you know, that you're, you're at my page, you're on my page for the wrong reasons. So I've just continued to, to post them and a lot of, okay, it goes back to the nice guys, the nice guys, they'll DM me like, I am so happy you found a man. And then I get the, that man is so lucky. Your dog is so lucky. And I'm like, you guys are so sweet. Like, thank you for being supportive. <laughs> um, but no, it definitely, yeah, I'll fess up to that. It was definitely something that I, I considered. I'm like, man, this 90% following. But I'm also in the space where I'm trying to grow a business. And my business mm-hmm. is going to be mainly females. So it's like, it doesn't do me any good, you know, keeping the... <laughs> my man joe thank you he says so i don't have a chance Uh, chance. he's joking maybe hopefully i think i'm not sure (laughs) no it's it's okay guys that's funny that was a good question though i think that well they're not married yet so they're they're so yeah that's chance <laughs> I mean, what's what's the, what's the percentage? You know, no one knows. But I'm I'm joking. Um, man, <sighs> arms company, you're gonna have to kind of clarify that comment just a little bit. My man said, "All right, I'm out." Yo, <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, so but that's I think that's the biggest question. That's probably the costliest question that I had for you. Just as we're kind of getting into the gun space, like as a lady trying to build a brand, um, how 
do you do you manage and you've answered it for the most part but how do you manage like okay i have a guy following they follow me because i'm a girl i present a certain energy um i kind of scratch the the eye candy itch to a certain point you know for them clearly because it's just the nature of instagram like you have to present a certain product or people are just not going to be interested. And yeah. between that and like your personal relationships, you know, your relationship with God, your relationship with the guy in your life. And even, even the relationship that you have with your kids. Cause at some point mm-hmm. um, you have a son and you have a daughter you're like, well, what do I want to portray for them? What do I want them to be interested exactly. in? Do I want them yeah. to, you know, have a healthy relationship with me and in their relationship with girls online? Like, what does that even look like? And, People have asked this question specifically, especially like the, the chicks who are out there doing the OnlyFans things like, well, what about your kids? Like, would you be OK with them knowing like what happens when they you know go to school and their friends find that they can't? That's not what you do at all. So like people don't misunderstand like those who are just tapping in for a second. Like, that's not it. But like those are conversations that people have like, oh, you're up. Oh, your, your people are online. Oh, what do they do? Oh, oh, oh. God guns glutes. It's like, yeah, you have to deal with that. What, what, yeah. what are the thoughts that have gone through your head when it comes, when it comes to being a role model for the kids? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, there's definitely some, there's conviction with, again, it, it comes back to, I have to dial it back sometimes because when it comes to the glue aspect of my brand, I know eventually down the line I'm wanting to create. So this kind of goes back to fitness. Uh, fitness I did really well with booty boot camps. And so I'd run these groups where I was all female based and I would just create these glute programs. And so I know eventually that's kind of, oh my dog, <laughs> that's kind of the line that I want to go. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of, it's a fine line because I am a Christian and I always think like, if my pastor were to fall on this or, you know, I show my daughter a lot of my content, like what I feel comfortable for her seeing this. And so, but at the same time, I'm trying to showcase a part, this development of a certain part of my body that I eventually want to create a business out of. And so it is a fine line. I don't even know if I'm answering this even remotely good. Um, it's, I'm still, I guess maybe my answer is I'm still trying to find that balance. I'm still trying to find it in a way to where it remains something that I'm proud of that I would want my daughter to see because she knows I'm very big in my faith and she knows she watches my firearm safety videos, all of that. Could she watch all of my videos? And I don't, maybe not so much. I'm not like totally confident in some of those videos. Um, but I'm not portraying it as in a sexy way. And I think that that's where I get in trouble is when I post things, it's to be funny, it's to be lighthearted. And then, yeah, I mean, I do have a, butt. um, Don't but from the outside, most people, we all like 99, actually great point. Um, um, I think a lot of people, I mean, I have people in my own family that are like, you only post what you post is only for men. That's you're only trying to get attention. Wow. And that is so far away from who I am as a person. I'm posting to motivate people, inspire people. I'm posting for females. And what's funny is the only male that I was posting for, for the longest was my, my boyfriend. 
I mean, I, he's the only one, like I would go and check and make sure he's liked it or he's seen it. Like, I don't care about anyone. You know, I'm not looking for mm -hmm. the likes. I'm not looking for the validation. I don't need that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a balance. It's a balance of trying to stay classy and it's a balance of trying to showcase the assets and what it, you can achieve while still remaining. Yeah. Classy, modest. I mean, but that's such you're, you're in such a hard place because if you said like you're you're the demographics because you can see that as as having a business account on Instagram you can see what demos um, you're reaching and if you're hitting like fifty fifty it's like okay yeah I can definitely lean into the fitness side and you know show the six pack coming in or show like look at these quads like ah you know like the gym bros <laughs> like to do it's like yeah I'm yeah. just getting blasted in the gym and it's like okay yeah 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 it's like ninety percent male audience that's that is kind of hard it's like man like but there's still that 10 percent audience and maybe you'd like to maybe you'd like to shift the demo so it's like now that we've gained another ten thousand, you know active followers now you know some of those you know let's say like 60 70 percent of those are ladies the demos they shift and now it's like okay yeah um uh, there's some questions coming in i'm going to save some of these questions for the q a um, and I do see a few good questions coming in guys, please fire in some questions for the Q and a in like two minutes, we're going to switch over and do that. And then we're going to answer a few more questions on the local stream for those who are over there. Um, I do see a few of you guys in here, excuse me Wow, I'm struggling over here. Um, <laughs> so man, um, actually, I, huh? I was just going to add, um, as far as the demographics go, I know it's going to, it's going to be a process. I know the process of me going from fitness to firearms. I lost a majority of females. I already know that I'm the way that I'm going to be positioning my branding from the end of this year until next year. I know I'm going to probably lose uh, that demographic um, as I'm focusing more on concealed carry fashion along those lines. I think you've done a post recently talking about how, you what what how how did it go more or less like people accuse you people accuse oh. you of just being like just kind of gun crazy all about guns but that's not who mm -hmm. you are can you can we walk yeah. through that just in, in the same vein of the conversation we're having for sure i mean i even have people in my personal life like anytime they walk up to me the, my coworkers are always like you're you're gun nut and i'm like i'm really not i have so much to me guns are just what I'm trying to, it's such a tough thing because when you don't understand branding and you don't understand monetization and where yeah. you're wanting to, to create this funnel for people, it does look like, yeah, you go on my page and it is gun, 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 but there's so much more to me. And so that's why I'm starting to incorporate the fitness and I'm starting to incorporate the mental health. And I've had those different areas, like on threads, I'm more mental. Um, but I'm like, this is my platform. This is no one yeah. else's. This is my platform. Right. If it doesn't make sense to you, move along. But to mm. me, in my mind, I'm like, fitness plays a part in protection. Mental health plays a part in, in self-protection. Those all are in one. And one of the things that some of my old coworkers used to tell me is like, fitness and firearms do not go hand in hand. And I'm like, that's BS. You can, if you can't outrun, if you can't fight someone that is trying to attack you, say you can't get to your gun, then you're screwed. So it's like, I believe that it should be, we have all these guys that are in girls and no offense, but like 
they're obese and they're trying to hide their guns. And I, and I used to be in the, the holster industry where it's like, we would get those complaints of like, well, I can't conceal that way. I can't conceal at 12 o'clock cause my belly. And it's like, well, let's do something about that. Like there's no hate. Like I used to be a little bit bigger. And so it was, when I first started carrying, it was hard to conceal, but it's like, I don't believe, I believe that we should be well-rounded in a way to where we can physically carry and be prepared to take on any type of situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely correct. And thank you, moderator DJ Play Nice for posting the um, crisis hotline for those who are not mm -hmm. feeling like themselves, not feeling okay. Maybe you haven't felt like yourself for a while. Um, definitely reach out. Someone does care. And so wants to talk yeah. to you. Um, yeah. One of the people that I love in this world, um, just because of what they do is Sarah, the founder of hold my guns and that organization really pushing, you know, options for mental health, um, um, self-harm prevention courses, um, a tangible step for people who feel like they can't be around certain tools that can kind of mm. make it a lot easier for you to, to, to harm. Um, you can actually take it and, you know, put it in a safe location. Usually it's an FFL. Um, and to get that, that whole thing fired up, it costs like $6,000 for that organization to get the paperwork filed so that one more FFL can actually, um, basically have the legal protections, so that if you were in crisis and you were like, hey, you know, I have this firearm here. I don't feel good about it. I don't feel comfortable. Every time I see it, I'm, I'm having bad thoughts. I just need, while I'm getting better, I need to do something else. Um, you, the organization set it up so you can actually take it there. No questions asked. Like, so when you're oh, ready, you can come amazing. get it. And so they're not going to be like, well, you know, well, you know, like there's no questions. It's just, Hey, come get your yeah. stuff or Hey, come, come drop it off. We're not, we're not going to flag you. We're not going to do all these things. So people have an issue with it just because they have their questions. You're allowed to have questions, but mm -hmm. the cool thing is it's an option for people who need the help. So I definitely um, would encourage you to reach out to Sarah and see if you can get involved. I would like to do a fundraiser for them. Um, before the end of the month, I'd like to get it started. And I have a lot of brands and companies that have sent me free crap. And there's a lot of brands and companies that I would love to just give away their free crap. I love to give away other people's stuff. So if you guys <laughs> want to participate in that, um, I'm thinking like if we just like have like $5 donations at the minimum, you can donate more, you can donate less, but $5 at the minimum, we can like do entries. Like if you do it like monthly up to 12 months, we can do like 12 entries and maybe we give away some gear. I would love to give away a gun. I'm not sure if we'll do that this time, but options, just, just a thought. If you want to, you know, jump in on that, we can try to figure out a way, but obviously just, uh, you know, let, let me know off offline. Um, that said, we have a bunch of questions. Let's get to some of these questions before it's time to go. Ooh, uh, we'll, we'll end this stream here at, uh, in eight minutes. So let's try to blast through some of these really quick. Um, Ooh, here's a good question. DJ play nice. What are some of the ways that gun guys should tone it down? I.e., the mansplaining, creeping, etc. Um, and what are some of the ways uh, they can kind of more gently approach the ladies? I guess specifically mm. about gun stuff. It's so hard because um, I've, I've had really good responses. No, right. okay, so I will give a um, 
my pivotal moment to where I wanted to be the voice for females was when I, one was a family member, one was a guy at a range and he was very degrading. He was like, are you stupid? Like, why can't you figure this out type of, I mean, obviously those are very obvious. Like, okay, mm-hmm. don't approach a female like that. Don't degrade her. Don't condescend her. Like it's, it's in a way to where you need to empower them enough to know that like, you could do this. It's a, it's a tool. Okay. Just yeah. keep your finger off the trigger. You know, it's just different tonalities that you use. But for me personally, I've just, as far as Instagram goes, the guys have been like, yourself have been very great at explaining things. I didn't take it as mansplaining, but hearing the female out. Um, and I had one guy I argued with where he's like, that's not how you do that. And mm. I'm like, but this is how I feel. Like I, I did the practice. I trained for this. This is how I feel comfortable caring, drawing what's up, you know, and I've, it's not that I wasn't some like bizarre, stupid thing that I was doing. He just didn't agree with it. And so it's like, leave your ego at the door if it's working for someone else. And if it makes sense, it's still safe. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone. Everyone has a different path that they're taking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even there is even like a lot of preference stuff like, hey, um, I, I'm not carrying a gun that has less than 10 rounds. In fact, I prefer not to carry a gun that has less than 15. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some girls are like, yeah, I really love my Smith and Wesson bodyguard, which is, you know, comes stock with this many or my Glock 43, which comes, I think was that six or seven rounds, six plus one or seven plus one or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if that's what they can shoot really well with, why the heck would I not um, encourage you to like keep training and maybe, maybe try this new thing. But like, I think there's a conversation there to kind of help somebody to actually address how do, how do I say this? There, there's a pathway in the conversation that helps us to get to the bottom of why you carry this gun. Maybe, maybe yes. that's what you could afford. And for me to tell you, you need to buy a better gun is like horrible. Like, bro, yes. like, we got bills. That's yeah. a perfect example. That's a perfect example that I've had. Yeah. And now you're jogging my memory. I've had with several guys where it's like, almost like, well, are you stupid? Like, why, why would you carry that? Why would you carry less than 20? Like, or why would you carry less than <laughs> Why would you carry that gun? Why would you do a Glock? You know, it's like, yeah. I, well, I don't know, especially if a female is new to this, mm-hmm. right? Like if they're new and they're know. like, oh, I got a gun. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, be gentle, be patient and get to the bottom of it, of yeah. why it is that they even got the gun. Why are they carrying? You know, it's all context and just yeah. trying to figure out the purpose of why they're doing what they're doing instead of just judging them for it. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we need to really clarify this, but I just want to clarify for at least me. And I, I think based on the conversation we had, we're not trying to come off uh, as being hard on the dudes, but no, know, like no. We, we, we love the dudes. Like this is, this yeah. is a big part of what we do is having conversations. And I think if we could address this one little thing, the conversations could go a lot smoother. So let's, mm-hmm. um, that was a great question. question. Yeah. I really, so, I yeah. think it's fantastic. I have nothing, no issue with men whatsoever. Yeah. They've taught me a lot. And so next, yeah, I'm screwing this up. Um, what do you believe is next for female farms instructors? So you're not an instructor, are you? Mm-hmm. But nope. I'm sure you've seen a few, you follow a few. What do you think is, I guess the mm-hmm. next step for them? And that's a good question. I think that's very open. So I guess we can be creative with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know two, one of which trained me. She she owns a business with her husband. Love her. Uh, she was 
pivotal in, in my progress for firearms. I mean, now she's like in nursing school and everything. I think mm-hmm. it's just like still remaining to be a strong voice in, in, in this industry. I mean, don't back down, just keep, keep doing, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that we should be doing anything special uh, necessarily. Personally, my, my answer to that would be don't wash out. You know, I think, I think that's the bare minimum, Exactly. but uh, like you, like you kind of mentioned, and I've seen a lot of guys in the space say they came in when guns were kind of the cool thing. They became instructors. They did this and that. They started social media and the amount of like empty avatars that are in my DMS right now, it's concerning. Like I'll scroll trying to look for a message and be like, Oh, so-and-so's off. Did they get booted off the platform Mm. or did they quit because they weren't growing and they felt like Instagram was holding them down, which it is. Um, and then that kind of segues into <laughs> the the next question. Uh, isn't it crazy how Zeg's dual content is abundant, but pages displaying photos of guns get shadow banned, fully blocked or fully blocked uh, from posting. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know how much of the shadow banning you've encountered being that you've actually seen some growth on some um, some of your posts have gone kind of crazy in regards to the numbers. Are you still on TikTok? I am, yeah. But Are I, you still guns there? I, uh, barely, barely. Just about. I've I've been reported so many times on there. I'm trying really hard to not get banned completely. Oh um, I believe I'm still shadow banned on Instagram, which is crazy because my mm-hmm. my videos are doing very well. Which I just laugh mm-hmm. at Instagram. I know how to get around the algorithm, mm-hmm. but. I was just complaining about this because at the beginning of last month, I got four videos reported on for sexual content and all I had was a belly band and I was showing my gun. And, um, Somebody and then another that one, I was, doing, that was, I was doing too much of them. Apparently I had the review on the gun safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's wild. But meanwhile, I mean, I know someone that has nothing but nudity on his, uh, follow page. They're fine. But I post a gun and the video that I was showing that got reported, actually all the, the posts were just safety videos. How mm-hmm. can you carry, I think two were on the safe that I had. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It's incredibly frustrating. And I got to a point last year where I was just done. My posts weren't going out. I was just so frustrated. And then I just completely got off social media mm-hmm. and I almost did it. I almost did it this last go around a few weeks ago. And then my video ended up going, I did. I was so sick of it because I would go on there and I would see five non-followers saw my post. And then my video ended up going viral and I got 2 million views on Instagram. What what was that video? That was the video where you were talking about like, if you would, let's let's redo that video. What what was the video that went viral? Uh, The video that went way viral was the um the doorknob the oh the yeah that, that was money. awesome that yeah. was awesome. so i know i know that if i do something viral without a gun again mm. this is i've been on instagram long enough to where eventually they're going to push it regardless if it's a shareable video mm-hmm. it's kind of just like i smacked instagram in the face i already knew that they can't they can't ban people from saying like yeah um, I think that was the only, oh, and then I had the, the dog one, Loki back here. He always goes viral every time. Yes. And the, it was the dog like, one. I thought that was dog. fantastic. Just cause you know. she was in the comments too. She was so, she gets mad every time anyone shares that video of her. Cause it is taken out of context. She hates it. And so she was in the comments. I like, this isn't the real video. This isn't what I meant. 
Oh, the lady who started it? Yeah. That's funny. And that was a reshare, which was funny. I posted that video last year. That's hilarious. I'm going to try to post it, I guess, for people who want to. I'll post it in the locals because we're about to um, kill the stream over here. But if you guys want to keep watching, we're going to be over on locals.com, armedatlas.locals.com. It's our private community. We can do stuff. We can show guns over there. If we show a gun here, I guess they assume you're going to do something bad to yourself and they'll kill your stream immediately. They don't do that over on locals. In fact, I actually had a conversation with the locals team this week and they were like, Oh yeah, you need this. You need that. Yeah, we got you. Oh yeah. You should keep an eye out for this because this is coming. Um, and I'm just, I'm just really glad for the platform. Also, if you guys want access to my private discord, it's not private. It's, it's open and public. Let me know. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. I'll send you the link. And uh, you can join and we can have conversations about all sorts of guns uh, and training and just whatever you want to talk about. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Brianna, for those who are still here and won't join us over on Locals, uh, tell people how they can find you. Uh, Brianna B. Fit all across the board. Well, Brianna B. Fit Squad on TikTok and Brianna B. Fit on Instagram. Um, and those are my two put. And then... YouTube, but I'm working on that one. But it's also Brianna B. Fit. <laughs> Brianna B. Fit. B. E. Fit. B. E. F. I. T. Yep. Awesome. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. There's a QR code on the screen. I haven't changed it yet. Yes, call me lazy. That leads you to the Armed Atlas YouTube page. Um, but go subscribe to that if you if you like cool gun content. We have some more stuff coming. I keep saying that it's there. I'm almost done with the video, and. Uh, yeah. Thank you for watching or listening to Costly Conversations. If you're on the podcast side, send me an email, info at costlymedia.com. I would love to hear that you're listening. I would love to hear that you're a fan of what we do or take your suggestions on what's next. If you are on Discord, hit me up on social media. I'll send you the link and uh, we can join me there. Until next time, guys, on the YouTube side, join us over on Locals, but on the YouTube side, keep it costly. Are the YouTube people gone? I think they're gone. Okay, we can talk about all the reels topics now. We can go crazy.